the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. In Acts chapter 1, verse 1, it is said, of all that Jesus began both to do and teach, doing before teaching. Doing comes before teaching. Doing comes before preaching. Amen. It's what you do that you preach. You preach what you do. If you are doing it, then you can preach it. If you are doing it, then you can teach it. You can preach it. That's the first thing we see there in verse 2. After he through the Holy Spirit had given commandment to the apostles whom he had chosen. You see, he said, he through the Holy Spirit. He through the Holy Spirit. So if you are a kingdom person, you don't act alone. As a kingdom person, you don't act alone. You act in unison. You act in unity with others. So Jesus acted with the Holy Spirit. Jesus walked with the Holy Spirit, hand in hand with the Holy Spirit, with the Father. If you are a kingdom person, you work together with others who are in the kingdom. Remember, a kingdom divided against itself cannot stand. A house divided against itself cannot stand. Husband and wives cannot be fighting. Husband and wives have to work together. You can say, oh, I see. I'll just do my own thing. You do your own thing. We have no problem. You do your own thing. I do my own. It's not going to work. You've got to work together. That's when it will work. So Jesus walked with the Holy Spirit. You don't act alone. You don't stand aloof. You stand with others. That's why the scripture says, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Not just I wrestle. It's we. All of us, we wrestle not against flesh. We have to wrestle together. Not one person can stand against the powers of darkness. You've got to be in unity with others. You see, when trouble came upon Daniel and his fellows in Babylon, what did he do? He went to his friends and talked to them and said, we've got to pray. And they prayed together. He didn't just receive the message and say, oh, I can do this alone. Let me just go and pray on my own. I can pray on my own anyway. There are times in your life that you have to consult with others. You have to contact others in the family of God, in the church. Hopefully you have a church. Hopefully, you know, it's not online that you attend church. Hopefully you have a pastor. Hopefully you have brothers and sisters that you can run to and say, let's pray. Let's fast together. That's because you have seen their face, you have touched them, they know you, you know them. So Daniel called on his friends and said, let's pray. And something happened when they prayed together. So you don't act alone in the kingdom. You act in unity. You walk in unity. Verse 3, to whom he also presented himself alive after his suffering by many infallible proofs. Being seen by them during 40 days and speaking to them of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. You see, Jesus at the beginning of his ministry in Mark 1, 15, he said, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe the gospel. 
In other words, the time is up. Jesus Christ preached. God's kingdom is here. Change your life and believe the message. So at the beginning, he spoke of the kingdom of God. During his ministry, he spoke of the kingdom of God. And at the end of his ministry, he is speaking of the kingdom of God now. And it took 40 days speaking to them of the things concerning the kingdom of God. Of the things concerning the kingdom of God. Well, right from the beginning, he spoke of the power of God. Throughout his ministry, he spoke of the power of God. And at the end of his ministry, he is speaking to the disciples of the kingdom of God, the power of God. You know, the words, the last words of people are very important. Those who are passing on, whatever they say, you better take it seriously. When David was passing on, he called Solomon and spoke some serious words to him. He warned him of some people. He said, be careful of this person. Be careful of that person. This is what this person did to me. This is what that person did to me. Oh, this other person, oh, you bless him because he was so kind to me and you take care of him, even call him to eat at your table. So he gave him warnings, the things that the little boy did not know. So Jesus, on passing on, speaking of the things concerning the kingdom of God, you better take them seriously because it's like his last wish, his last wish, serious words. Speaking of the things concerning the kingdom of God. Speaking of the things concerning the kingdom of God. What are the things concerning the kingdom of God? What are the things pertaining to the kingdom of God? What did Jesus, what are some of those things that Jesus spoke to them? He must have spoken to them about power. But again, you can't speak of the kingdom of God without speaking of power. So he must have spoken to them of of the power of God. He must have spoken to them of righteousness. And peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Because the kingdom of God is not in eating and drinking. It's in what? Righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. So he must have spoken to them about righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. He must have spoken to them about the word of God. Where the word of the king is. There is power. There is authority. Also he must have spoken to them of the Holy Spirit. Particularly of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Why? Because he commanded them not to do what? Not to leave Jerusalem. He commanded them not to leave Jerusalem until they received the promise of the Father, which he said, You have heard of me talking about this many times. And he said, For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. So, he must have spoken to them about the Holy Spirit, about the baptism of the Holy Spirit, about the power of God, about the power of the Holy Spirit. He must have also spoken to them about prayer. How can he speak of all of that without speaking of prayer? He lived a life of prayer. So, he would talk about prayer. He must have prayed with them, just as he prayed with them just before he went to the cross. He prayed with them before Gethsemane, you know, at the Last Supper. He prayed with them. It's from the last supper that they went to Gethsemane. And he prayed again. So he prayed and prayed and prayed with them. So giving them his last words, he must have spoken to them about prayer. So he also spoke to them about prayer. He commanded them to wait. That is to push. P-U-S-H. Pray until something happens. Push. Pray until something happens. Wait. Don't leave that place. 
Wait, wait until something happens. Pray, pray until something happens. Push, wait. Tarry. Stay there. Remain there until something happens. Until you receive power from on high. Like Luke 24, 29 will say, Behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. Until you are enabled with power from on high. Stay, wait, until you receive power from above. Wait there. Push, pray until something happens. So, you didn't just tell them to wait and be cooking. Or be, not be sleeping. Be watching TV. Be playing around. You didn't tell them to wait and just be, you know, having fun. Just doing whatever. Tell them, he told them to wait. Wait in prayer. Wait in the house of God. Wait in the presence of God. Amen. Establishing the kingdom of God and doing his will through prayer. Acts 1.5. Let's look at that again. Acts 1.5. For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. If we join now with Matthew 3.11, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. But he who is, this is John talking, John the Baptist talking, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance, but he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I'm not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with what? Fire. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with power. I baptize you with water. <laughs> he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Fire and water. Which one do you want? Which one do you want? One boat. <laughs> I like that. Amen. Water and fire. Amen. Hallelujah. You have fire, you quench it with water. Amen. But this fire, no, water can't quench it. Amen. There's a fire that burns to the bone. A fire that burns to the bones. Hallelujah. The fire of the Holy Spirit. He said, I have baptized you with water. The one coming after me will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire, with power. You know, John was a bright and shining light. John was a bright and shining light. And he came to bear witness of the light. Hmm? He himself was a bright a burning and shining light. A bright and shining light. We come to bear witness of the resurrection. Hmm? When you talk of resurrection, what do you talk about? You talk about power. We come to be a witness of power. Not just light, but the fire of the light. Huh? Wherever you see light, something is giving that light. If you go to the core of it, what do you see? Fire. We are not just light. We are fire. Amen. We come to bear witness of the power of God, the resurrection power of God. So in obedience to the words of Jesus, for the disciples to wait in Jerusalem, let's see what the disciples did. Acts chapter 1, 12 to 14. In obedience to the instruction or to the commandments or to the words of Jesus, let's see what the disciples did. Obedience to his words. Don't leave. Wait. Wait till you receive power. Let's see what they did. In Acts 1, 12 to 14. And then they returned to Jerusalem from the Mount of Olivet, which is near Jerusalem, a Sabbath day journey. 
And when they had entered, they went up into the upper room where they were staying. Peter, James, John, and Andrew, and Philip, and Thomas, and Bartholomew, and Matthew, James the son of Alphaeus, and Simon the Zealot, and Judas the son of James, these all, these all, continued with one accord in prayer and supplication with the woman and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and the brothers of Jesus. Wow. They returned to the place where they gathered, where they assembled, and they continued. They continued. They didn't just start. They continued praying. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.